a few years ago. We had some friends over for supper, and these friends are absolutely phenomenal cooks. So, naturally, I wanted to up my own cooking game. I decided to make homemade spaghetti, as in make my own noodles from scratch. Hey, I had a pasta roller, I had a noodle drying rack, and I figured it can't be that difficult to do this. Oh boy, I was completely and utterly wrong. Have you ever tried to make pasta from scratch? I was clearly out of my depth. And I'm sure our friends were like, what is this garbage when we served it? Because I figured, well, it tastes okay, so we might as well still serve it. <laughs> Why I did that, I don't know, but whatever. They were wonderful, and they ate it despite how terrible it looked. And I learned a couple of very valuable lessons. First, don't try to make something for the first time when you're going to be serving guests. And second, don't overestimate your cooking abilities, especially when you're trying to make something for the first time. We live in a world where confidence is key. We're told, well, fake it till you make it. Step boldly into the world, never show any weakness. Many of us are taught that being vulnerable is a bad thing because one screw up and you are forever painted as a failure or not trustworthy. Redemption, ha, what is that? There's no such thing. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But by this time, the boat battered by the waves was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning, Jesus came walking towards them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, it is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Jesus said, come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened and began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached up his hand and caught him, saying to him, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshiped him, saying, truly you are the Son of God. Let me introduce you to Simon Peter, who is better known now as St. Peter or the Apostle Peter. Simon Peter was a fisherman turned disciple of Jesus. He had confidence, he had swagger, and he had a tendency to not always think before he acted or talked. This was the man who rebuked Jesus when Jesus said that he was going to be killed and raised again on the third day. This was the man who swore that he would never abandon Jesus, but he denied Jesus three times during Jesus' trial. This was the man who wanted to stay chilling on top of the mountain with Jesus, Elijah, and Moses, and James and John, rather than go down the mountain and do the hard work of ministry. So Peter, 
sees Jesus walking on water. And right away, well, what's he want to do? He wants to walk on water to Jesus. Well, he also wanted Jesus to prove that it was him and not a ghost, too. So Peter started off confidently, but he was very quickly overwhelmed by the waves and the wind. And he started to sink. And so what do you do when you are on a lake and you're starting to sink? The only thing that he could think of doing, he called out for Jesus to save him. How many times have you been uber confident about something only to crash and burn, to realize that maybe you're a little outmatched or think that you just want to quit because it's a heck of a lot harder than you thought it would be. So what do you do? Do you quit? Do you start over? Do you keep going? Do you maybe ask for help? If you're anything like me, maybe you stubbornly continue on until you realize that you are being foolish and asking for help or admitting defeat isn't as much of a showstopper as you may believe. When I imagine the scene between Jesus and Peter, I imagine Peter was wanting to prove something to himself, prove something to Jesus, prove something to the other disciples. He wanted Jesus to show him that what he was seeing was actually real. And he got out of that boat. He took a few steps and then looked around and thought, oh crap, this is not as easy as I thought. It's windy and scary out there. I'm gonna sink. I mean, his life was in danger. Being on a large body of water during a storm is no joke. And he wasn't just in the boat, but he was actually in the water itself. And he doubted. He was overconfident and he doubted. And then he started to sink. In an age where anytime a person makes a mistake, it seems like everyone finds out and everyone has an opinion about you. Maybe your first instinct is to go and hide. And I get that. You wanna let this blow over so that maybe people will forget about it. You want privacy, you want your autonomy respected, and you don't want everyone knowing your business. I'm gonna guess that Peter, yeah, he wants to be saved, of course. But I'm gonna guess he also kinda wanted to crawl into a hole or under the waves and hide. He realized that he was like totally over his head in this. Pun kind of intended. But he really couldn't hide. He couldn't run away when he started to sink in front of his mentor and his fellow disciples. He called for help. He took Jesus' hands. And then he heard Jesus say to him, you have little faith, why did you doubt? Now, I have no idea what tone Jesus used when he said this to Peter. Was it harsh? Was it exasperated? Was it condescending? Was it said in care and concern and compassion, giving grace while still speaking truth to power? Because, you know, Jesus did rebuke Peter harshly on other occasions. But whatever the case, however Jesus said this to him, Jesus was there for him. Jesus was there to save Peter. Jesus still cared for Peter, even when Peter was maybe a little too cocky for his own good. Peter shows us 
the importance of asking for help when we get in over our heads with life, when we make mistakes, when we get scared and overwhelmed, despite being self-assured and sometimes overly confident. Peter shows us that, you know, maybe we shouldn't try to show off to ourselves or to others to make ourselves look good. Jesus, Jesus shows us that even when we do all of these things, God doesn't abandon us to wallow alone through the consequences of our actions. God gives us second chances. Now, God's second chances and the world's second chances oftentimes look vastly different. But then again, God's love and the world's love look different too. We strive to love and accept like Jesus, but oftentimes we miss the mark. And just because God forgives us and gives us grace doesn't mean we don't face the consequences of our actions here on earth. I think, though, that maybe we could offer a bit more grace to others and to ourselves. To understand that there are real people behind what we see, what we read, what we experience, and real people make mistakes. In the army, we have something called assuming positive intent. And it's essentially when we try to give someone the benefit of the doubt and not immediately call them a dirtbag for screwing up. You know, assume positive intent. Think well of others. Because we're humans, we all make mistakes. And, you know, unfortunately, some mistakes are a heck of a lot bigger than others. Even through those mistakes, even through our overconfidence, we can still offer grace and compassion to others, to ourselves. We can ask for help. We can offer help. And we can remember that our help ultimately comes from God. Our God who tells us to be still. Our God who calms storms and reaches out and saves us from the storms that we face. May you experience grace from God, grace from others, grace from yourself. And may you call upon God and your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ for help when you are in over your head and when you're sinking in the waves. Amen. next few days, I encourage you to go deeper into this message with these two reflection questions. The first, what do you do when you majorly screw up? Do you ask for help? Do you pretend that it didn't happen? Or do you go and hide? How hard is it to ask for help? And number two, is it scary to offer grace to others? Why is it easier to condemn than offer grace?